Today's show is pre-recorded. show will good morning everybody y'all listening to the voice come on dig me now one and only steve harvey man got a radio show <laughs> real glad about it too you know um i i um i hope that god always uh keeps me in the frame of frame of mind to try to be sharing and um try to be uh motivational and uplifting, even even when it's not uh felt or, or wanted by some people. I have people around me uh, who who seem to not benefit at all for anything, and I, I can sit with them and talk to them or take meetings with them to try to encourage them, and for whatever reason, you know, they want to just keep going the way they're going. Uh, when you run into people like that, uh, you have to pray for them. You have to just hope that one day uh, that they uh, release the chains on their mind and open up your mind to a new way of thinking. A couple of things I wanted to go over with you. I want you to all today, in terms of motivation, I want you to be aware of statements or old sayings that have been created that you hear over the course of time, and you may be applying them to your life, and I want you to be careful of some of them. Because some of these old sayings, man, are not designed for people who are dreamers are not designed for people who have any aspirations of being extraordinary. These are not designs or or, or sayings that people who want to be extremely successful at anything or have high aspirations to put these sayings into your life. Let me give you an example. Statistics say. That's it. That's the one I want you to be careful about statistics say 
be very careful of stats. When a person says, you know, statistics say one out of every what? See, listen to me. These are things that sound like they're good, sound, solid advice, but they're setting you up for failure. And you can't adhere yourself to a lot of these sayings that's been passed down from generations. And it's not scripture. It it ain't in the scripture nowhere that statistics say. It's just some people. And a lot of people who have lost have come up with these sayings to justify why they keep losing or why they lost. When I was uh, first got started in the business, there were more stand-ups around now than it is today because the comedy boom in uh, 84, 85, uh, uh, it was gaining a lot of momentum. Comedy clubs, comedy nights everywhere. The statistic that a guy told me, I told him I wanted to be on the Johnny Carson show, the Tonight Show. The guy said one out of every 2,000 comedians ever make it to the Tonight Show. Okay. Now, when he told us that, some of the comedians in the room went, well, wow, man, that's that's rough. Because a guy had also said that there was approximately – 6,000 comedians in the country at that time. I don't know if it was true. I'm just telling you, guy was out there spewing numbers. I have no idea how many it was. But he said one in every 2,000 will make it to the Tonight Show. And he let the air out of everybody in the room but me. So every night before I went on stage, I used to do this right here. That was the Tonight theme song. I was young, opening act, nowhere near Hollywood. Didn't I was in Cleveland telling jokes at one-nighters, but that was my thing. Because I was bent and determined that if it's one in 2,000, okay, why don't I just be the one? Be careful when people say statistics say, because they are set up to for failure if you're going to adhere to them. See, that one in so many, it one in so many people win the lottery, but if you don't play the lottery, you ain't going to be the one to hit. Now, when the dude hits, you go, wow, he was lucky, but he played. Here's another one. Maybe it's not meant to be. All right, let's go one step further. I guess it wasn't the Lord's will. Don't you dare blame God for something you may have not done yourself. Because you didn't get the proper education, because you didn't do the things you were supposed to do, because you didn't stay to the task, because you quit, turned around and went the other way. Now, maybe it's not, it wasn't the Lord's will. These are all statements that sound like sound advice, but they ain't all the time got nothing to do with you. Stop letting these old, Fogey sayings get in your way of what can happen in your life. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Why? Who, who came up with this? Who came up with this? If you don't pour all your efforts into one thing, how are you going to be great at that one thing? If Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird had not played basketball sun up to sundown, Magic Johnson didn't go to uh, Michigan to get an education. 
Larry Bird ain't go to Indiana to get an education. These cats was balling. Michael Jordan didn't go to North Carolina to get an education. They went to play ball. They went to do one thing. Tiger Woods didn't go to Stanford to get an education. He went to play golf. Soon as he got good enough, he gone. These are guys that put all their eggs in one basket. See, what's, what's cool with putting all your eggs in one basket is you now can maximize your effort and laser beam what you're doing. Your problem is all you got to do is make sure what is your basket made out of. If your basket is made out of faith, hope, hard work, and belief, then guess what? That's a good basket. I'm dumping all mine in it. Because ever since I was a young dude, I've been telling jokes. One thing, one thing only. Even when it got ugly and I was living in a car, I never quit telling them jokes, man. I just kept believing that them jokes was going to pay me one day. And I'd be doggone if it didn't. I ain't take no time off, go work at the Walmart, get me a job, go back to Ford and beg for my job back. Hey, man, put all your eggs in a basket. Just make sure that your basket is made up of faith, hope, belief, hard work. Your, your basket woven by God, what you tripping for? You defeating yourself. Where is your faith? Where is your belief? Where is your trust? At one point in time, you got to believe that God could do what he said he's going to do because he done done it for others. He'll most certainly do it for you. Be careful of these sayings that's out here that's aligned by losers and people to justify why they are not succeeding. Don't apply this stuff to your life and it ain't got nothing to do with you. You're going to mess yourself up. All right? Okay. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, let me have your attention, please. Uh, This is the beginning of a new day. It's the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's a new day. He gone. Such a relief. Man, what a feeling. Wow. Wow. What What a feeling yesterday. It was amazing, man. Pretty good. We'll talk about it today. We got a great show lined up for you. Shirley Strawberry. Oh, hallelujah. Hello, Steve. Whoo, I feel so much lighter. <laughs> One time, Carla Pharrell. Hey, just happy. Hey. <laughs> hey, girl, hey. Whoa, where is Junior? <laughs> Morning, Unc. Don't everybody feel like, man, this is too much. I can't, woo. I can't even say it. Man. Oh. Nephew Tommy, the king of pranks, baby. Hallelujah! <laughs> Hallelujah! <sighs> you know something, man? It was, it was, you know, it was actually really very, it was actually symbolic in Historic. a really great way that Donald Trump was not at the inauguration. Yes. It was really was symbolic there. and telling. Yes. You know what? I'm it was, it was really there. great yeah. that he wasn't there, man, because yeah. he just put the another nail in that coffin of classlessness, tastelessness, mm-hmm. bigotry, hateful division. Mm-hmm. That's just him, man. That's just him. Him showing up would have been fake anyway. This yeah. was the mm-hmm. real guy, the guy that wasn't there. That's yes. that's who he is. Sore mm-hmm. loser. 
little punk yep. ass attitude, all Petty. that. That was him. Petty. Petty. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, I'm I'm glad he wasn't there too. Yep. Good point. No. Yep. Perfect. And we didn't and he was not missed. He wasn't missed. Did at anybody all. did anybody care? Anybody? Uh-uh. I forgot I had forgotten all about him at that point. I really did. I thought we I didn't, didn't even have no president. Because when Michelle <laughs> See, you know what? Obama <laughs> Baby Ooh, Baby Rock walked out. <laughs> Ooh, the crowd goes it, crazy. Steve. It felt like Bridgerton, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From the I house of class, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Hillary, Bill and Hillary, George Man. And, and Laura, all, I was just happy to see them all. Yeah. yeah. It's a new day. Three like former you know, presidents I mean, were there. What, yeah. what, what Michelle had on. You no, talk about that burden of it all. The drip. Like they could go back oh, in and pick up what they left off as president and first lady. <laughs> we can get back in here and do the job. <laughs> I mean, just fly, man. Just fly. Mm-hmm. Right, Steve? Just fly. By a, uh, oh. And I felt that there was a right? great moment mm-hmm. between her and Kamala Harris. Yes. Yes. When yes, they looked yes, at each yes, other and yes. acknowledged each other. That was a great moment right there. Queens acknowledging yes. what's happening. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but it, it was really, it was greatness. It really was. All right, guys, coming oh, up man. at 32 minutes after the hour, get ready for Ask the CLO, the CLO Chief Love Officer in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. President Joe Biden is the 46th President of the United States, and Vice President Kamala Harris is the first. African-American female vice president. It's a brand new era, guys. It is brand new. And we Today's welcome a new day. it. Yes. yes. <laughs> we welcome yeah, it. We absolutely sunshine. do. Yeah, and we'll talk more about the inauguration throughout the morning. Right now, it is time for Ask the CLO. Are you ready, sir? Bowen. <laughs> this one is from SJ in Nashville. Shout out to Nashville. I've been married for five months, and I moved into his house after the wedding. We'd never lived together, and I hate I didn't spend more time at his house because he's a possessive weirdo. He has his orange juice, favorite cookies, and Cokes that are off limits to me. I moved my bed, TV, and lounger from my old apartment into the guest room, and he suggested that I watch TV in there because I can't watch reality TV shows on his TV in the den. I hate it here. I hate it here. (laughs) They've only been married five months. How am I supposed to settle in and make this work? Wow, CLO. I don't I don't know, you know, that hate is a strong word. If you hate it here, um, Mm -hmm. first of all, I mean I guess you all had no discussions about this. I guess you didn't I guess you didn't go along with this would be our house. I, I mean, have you bought into the concept that is his house? You moved in your TV and your lounger. I you know, right. I know what that goes I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you should have bought some plates or something. You know, and he <laughs> in here acting like it's just his house. And so yeah. now you 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 you're struggling. But if you hate it there, you have to make some changes or you're not going to stay. You have to sit him down and explain to him this is what it is. Now, you've married a selfish ass dude. These my cookie, this my orange juice. What? You can't have none. 
I know you ain't okay. watching Atlanta well, Housewives is... on my TV. I know you. Right. <laughs> well, you know. Well, you know the response to all that. This is my. These my draws. Mm. Uh, mm. Mm. That's all it takes. That's uh -uh. all it takes. Hey, um, this my cookie. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now where That's we a at rude now? Awakening, partner. Everybody yeah. good? Mm -hmm. Ready? Break. <laughs> That's how yeah, you do that. want to be selfish. All right, moving on. Lou in Tampa says, I'm a wife, mom, and grandmother, and I got bored with the same old routine every day, so I found an online chat room for younger men that are into older women. I used to log on late at night for a little entertainment, and uh, my husband shares my laptop, and I forgot to log off one, one night, so he saw the <sighs> site. God. He told the children they need to talk to me, but uh, he hasn't said anything to me himself. I'm walking around on eggshells. Should I bring it up to him uh, so we can move past this? What's the worst that could happen? Mm. Mm. So, well, so I mean, much. it was a chat room. So, you know, you just got to tell him you was curious about it. And you get in there and you was just doing it for entertainment. You, you know, this ain't a deal breaker. You was on the chat room. You wasn't at the Swingers Club. You well, was chat in the chat room. Chat. At least. Okay. Yeah, but see, if it, if it ain't got to that, she got a chance. Now, if she walking around on eggshells, you know, it's, life is boring and dry, you know, maybe to help him pick it up. But you do have to just go on and address it so you can quit walking around. On, what's that? If if someone said that to you, how would you react? Say what to me? That I mean, if you found, you know, that on, on uh, someone's laptop that you were interested in, how would you react? Oh, that's whole, that's totally different. They talking to the CLO. They ain't talking to me. See, you talking to me is a different thing. Than Fix it, dog. I'm Fix breaking it, your dog. damn laptop okay. from now. Go ahead. Mold it. Mold night, it, You ain't Steve. got no damn laptop. How about that? You know, Mold it, Steve. You, you know, get your laptop out the damn trash can. Yeah, but I, I snapped it in half. You gonna have to send. You gonna have to send your computer all the way back to Dale to get it fixed. Cause I didn't mess your. Uh, so that's how I handle it. Okay. But as a CLO, you know, I mean, I'm telling you, you want to go in there and talk to him about it and tell him if something you did. And, uh, you know, you know. He's not going to buy that. So do as I say, not as I not, do. Uh, he's not going to buy that. You know he's, he's not. But it's a nice laptop. try. Yeah. All right, moving on. Ahmad in Columbus, Mississippi says, I'm dating a woman that lives about an hour from me. We've been dating for seven months, and she changed recently. We used to talk any time of day or night, but she said she's focused on getting more rest in 2021, so I can't call after 8 p.m. at night. She moved to a new apartment last month, and I don't know where it is because she hired movers to help her. If I ask, Who are these uh, people? If I ask to come see her, she makes excuses. She's acting shady, and I think she's met someone else. How can I find out if she's moved on? Hmm. You think? Hey, dog, dog, how can you find out? You just you just told us. Mm-hmm. You know. You just yeah. told us she's moved on. She don't answer your call. She can't talk after eight. She moved and don't told you and ain't told you where she lived. She has moved on. How many more notes you need? Well, you need breadcrumbs. What you need, partner? <laughs> <laughs> mm, mm. Yeah, you yeah. know. Dog, she out. Mm -hmm. She, she gone, man. You know what's mm. up? After Call eight. And how old is she? She get she gotta be in bed at eight. It's cold. <laughs> we to go to bed at eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Everybody so, watching TV at night doing COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Men have intuition too. So you know what's up. So come oh, on. Man. Right. After eight. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> How can I find out if she's moved on? <laughs> man, I'm, I'm your man, but I can't call after eight. Right. Or or I can't, he can't right. even know where she lives. <laughs> yeah. It's eight forty five. I ain't Why telling you, you who I am. Right. <laughs> but I'm your man. Who does this is any is this making sense to anyone? No. Uh, right. No. No. <laughs> who that in no. the background? Mm. <laughs> exactly. Nobody. That's the TV. Yeah. Breathing like that? Who TV moan like that? <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Coming up next, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with national news. Plus, in entertainment news, we'll talk about entertainment inauguration highlights at the top of the hour. But right now, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Neff? You got one more cough. Just okay? One. <laughs> you got one more cough. That's all I'm going to tell you. One more. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And we need to have that now. Right now, we need cough police. That's that's necessary. It's a necessity. Let's go, cat dog. You got one more cough. Hello? Hello. I'm trying to reach uh, Brielle, please. This is she, Master speaking. This is Lawrence from The Job. How you doing today? Oh, I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Listen, we got a situation at The Job. Uh, I know it's a little late this evening. Uh-huh. Um and uh, what time do you normally come in uh, in the mornings? I'm coming around eight eight thirty. Okay. On. So, are you are you all right health wise? How are you feeling? Um, I'm I'm fine. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> like, I mean, I got a little well, cold, so I've been a little under the weather, but yeah. Okay. So so let me let me let me go ahead and, and tell you this. My name is Lawrence. All right. I work on a, a different floor from you, but uh-huh. I wanted to give you a call. You uh, it's been brought to my attention. A lot of people are. Are a little um, edgy right now, you know, but um, edgy. yeah, because of the the you're you you're in a cubicle. And most of the the people around your cubicle are starting to be a little worried because they're saying that you know you're you're coughing a lot, and and coughing. you know, yeah. So I mean, let I me ask you something. Do you, right? Okay. Do you think that you need to maybe be tested? about this damn uh uh what's it called coronavirus do you do you do you do you think you need to be tested do i think i I think you need no excuse me wait let me hold on listen i know the world's in a frenzy but everybody don't got no damn coronavirus okay i have a cold i'm a little stuffy but nonetheless like i'm taking care of food and taking care of myself i don't need to be tested for anything okay so Do you do you think it's possible? Maybe you need to be self quarantined and, t- and, and Lawrence, find out. Lawrence, Lawrence, honey, I think you are stepping on toes right now. Okay, um, I bet that's very inappropriate. I don't know who put you up to this, but nonetheless, I think y'all really stepping on toes. This has got to be like HIPAA or something. Like, what the f- is this? Okay, like, okay, I don't okay, have me, no damn okay. coronavirus. So let me just say this to you. We, I, I've talked to everybody on that floor that you work on. All right, I've talked. I've talked to Darlene. 
All right. I've talked to what's the other girl? Her name is Loretta, I think. Loretta. I've, I've spoken with Loretta. Uh, Loretta. Loretta okay, ain't just, just say no mess like that. What, what, what do you think? Okay. Let me say this. You got one more cough, and they're and they going to put you out of the building. What, excuse me? One more you got, cough? Listen, okay, Lawrence, that's her name, right? My name is Lawrence. I'm on the eighth you, floor, you yes. You. Okay, you're on the eighth floor, so you're not even in, in HR to even be coming at me like this. First but, all, but, 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 you know what? We tr- I went to the we tr- doctors. I don't know where, where y'all get off coming at me like that, okay? I do not get paid enough for nobody to be testing me about my personal business, okay? Y'all really, tw- y'all be twisted. I was with this f***ing job. Y'all got me all the way f***ed up. Okay. 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 Let me let me go and say this here. You act like this your personal business. It's our business when you start coughing all over the building and we go in the country going through what is going through right now, what the world is going through. So you got to understand what that the we. World we is going through. I don't give a damn what the world is going through. I'm going through my own. Sh- okay. All right. I got two kids. I work very hard. I'm a single mother and I'm up here doing the best I can. I got a call and I still bring my ass to work every. Day and I be on time. So for anybody to be coming at me like that, that is disrespectful. Okay, I put in ten years at this job and I don't give a damn. Y'all got me messed up. Now I need to speak to your higher up. Who is your boss? I, hey, listen. I, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say it one more time. You got one more cough and your ass is out this. Bitch. That's it. You Ain't nobody finna get. Time to talk to me like that and I'm gonna drop through this mother phone and choke your ass. Did you just cough? Yes, I just coughed. I told you I got a cold. I don't got no damn coronavirus. You know what? I ain't about to argue with you. Where's your boss? Who's your boss? Who's your mother boss? Our, our, uh, Tommy is, is, is my higher-up. Tommy? Yeah, Tommy is Tommy is the person that's over me. What? What's Tommy? I don't know no Tommy. Do you know nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, huh? Darlene and Loretta got me to prank phone call you. Listen, 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 Brielle, Brielle. Darlene oh and Darlene and Loretta got me to prank phone call you. Your girls oh is in the God. cubicles with you. Got me oh, to prank they, phone cut. Oh, I'm going to kill them. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, my God. I'm so They told me, they say, mess with her about her cold. I was like, all right, come on, give oh it to God. me. I got it. Wait, so you guys got this on your show? Mrs. It's, Mrs. It's, Harvey? It's, like, y'all going to, oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> why would y'all play with me like that? <laughs> oh, my uh, God. I'm over here fighting this cold, trying to pay my bills, struggling, single mom, like, oh, my God. 
I can't believe y'all got me like this on the radio. Well, I got you, baby girl. Tell me this. 2020, what's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? What is it? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> now, go take you some NyQuil or some Music Next or something, here. Yeah? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know can't nobody cough no more. You know that. Tommy, she was you know that. You cannot cough no more. My girlfriend heard this prank yesterday. She laughed so hard, her husband had to say, are you okay? What is wrong with you? So shout out to my girlfriend, Kamisha. Hey, Kamisha. Kamisha. I better not catch you coughing, girl. You hear me? This is a no-cough society right now. We got about another year before we can cough again. So no coughing. Wow. Ooh, I want that shot so bad. You hear me? Well, pretty you'll be able to get it. Why don't you go get one? Yeah. I'm finna get one as soon as you call Kamala. You know everybody up there at that White House. You finna call up there and get me one of these things. I'm not I'm not worried about nothing. You don't need one. They they should have been and gave you one. Ain't you in the high risk group? Coming up. What high risk I mean? What's wrong with me? What's what's wrong with me? Short people, I'm going to know. Oh, my bad. My bad. Short's not a high risk. <laughs> Work it out. Coming up at the top of the hour, Y'all entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, well, yesterday was the inauguration of President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris. Lady Gaga sang the national anthem. Jennifer Lopez performed This Land is Your Land and America the Beautiful while performing. Uh, did you hear when J-Lo started singing in Spanish, One Nation Under God, Indivisible with Liberty and Justice I ain't mad for All? That. Yeah, she did it in Spanish. Yeah. She said oh, that. She it. Talk to yeah. your people too, baby. Yeah. I ain't mad. Yeah, and then she sang <laughs> Let's yeah. Get Loud. Uh, Lady yeah. Gaga's dress was actually for the Met Gala. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was I nice liked her dress. I, I like I the did. way everybody looked uh, yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Fashion was yes, nice. yes, yeah, yep. People are just whew, Michelle Obama killed them though with the fashion. She, she came to She slayed. Oh, she slayed. The belt yeah. on, oh, yeah. hair mm-hmm. rolling, coat on, mm-hmm. gangster, mm-hmm. <laughs> gangster scene. <laughs> we back at the Capitol. Also. <laughs> The more performers at last night's uh, star-studded inauguration concert, there were more. John Legend, Bruce Springsteen, and Justin Timberlake. Oh, and quickly, let's talk about the uh, women's inaugural inaugural fashion like we've been doing. First Lady Jill Biden, okay? Nice. Was nice. Fly, fly. I loved what she had on. I really loved that beautiful, it was like an ocean blue. It was just beautiful Mm -hmm. what she had on the coat and dress. Designed by American designer Alexandra O'Neill, Vice President Kamala Harris wore a purple suit dress and coat designed by black designers John Rogers and Sergio Hudson. Nice. Former first, mm-hmm, Michelle yeah. Obama. Uh, her great nieces wore custom um, inauguration coats inspired by the coat uh, Vice President Harris wore when she was a kid. So it was just beautiful. That was cute. Right, it was really cute. And then Michelle Obama, our forever first lady, wore a burgundy coat and the jumpsuit, which we all love. That was designed was by the same designer, Sergio Hudson. Yeah, yes. black designer. So, One of them kids had on some sneakers, though. I did see that. And mm-hmm. in, uh, um, in a nod to uh, Kamala, you're saying, our vice president, Kamala Harris? 
Huh? Is that why you said the sneakers? Is that why you? No, were one of that? one of I think it's one of Biden's grandkids had on. Some oh, okay. All right. No, I, I don't. I don't recall. That but had you know, to do with Kamala. He was just wearing some jimmies. <laughs> but you know, it was uh, yesterday was Converse and Pearls Day in honor. Yes. Of uh, our our uh, Madam Vice President Kamala Harris. I tell you the two performances that I enjoyed mm-hmm. uh, later mm-hmm. on in the night, Yolanda Adams. But I'm going to tell you who I really liked, man, at the actual inauguration. Girl. I like Garth Brooks singing Amazing Yes, he was good. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I was so Garth good. Brooks. That yes. dude right there. Man, yeah. yeah. I said, this boy right here, you could tell he been to church. Uh-huh. Yeah. I he didn't have up. no earpiece in or nothing. Yeah. yeah. That was he his man. cut. He talks yeah. about his Lord yeah. and Savior, Jesus Christ, too. He does. Hey, man, I like the way he walked out there. First yeah. of all, he tipped his hat to the president. Yes. He tipped yes, his he cowboy. Did. cowboy. Howdy, man. Respect. <laughs> <That's> respect. <laughs> then took his hat off and started uh, blowing amazing grace. Mm-hmm. I said, you better come on with it mm-hmm. now, pimp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was really yeah. good. It, it was a, a That was gangster. Great yeah, inauguration. Mm-hmm. No time, really just a cowboy. Just out here. <laughs> Everybody looked good. Man, and I want to talk about that black Maybe uh-huh. we could do that after Normally the Normally, after black, something's come behind that. What were <laughs> yes. you supposed to say? That's why I said maybe we could say it after the yeah. headlines. That's why you cut him off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 20 years of this, Tommy. What come was you finna say after? No, no, let's go on try it, Shirley. What you finna say, black <laughs> Come on, Steve. Oh. That's your cue, oh, headlines. Let's just go to play. <laughs> yes. Headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss <laughs> Ann Trill. Okay. Thank you, everybody. This is Ann Tripp with the news. And good, 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 good morning. The newly minted President Biden signed over 15 executive orders yesterday, including one which mandates the wearing of masks and social distancing on federal property, airports, and on certain modes of transportation. He's really going after this COVID hard. Yesterday, of course, yes, it was different, but still meaningful and magical. The United States got a new president, but instead of the sea of people that usually attends the inauguration, there was a sea of flags, thousands of them, and in a style very very, very, very different from his predecessor, President Joe Biden, called for a unified nation. This is America's day. This is democracy's day. A day of history and hope, of renewal and resolve. America has been tested anew, and America has risen to the challenge. Today, we celebrate the triumph not of a candidate, but of a cause. The cause of democracy. Biden took the oath of office at the very spot occupied at the U.S. Capitol a couple of weeks ago by violent, mostly white extremists looking to overturn the election. But Biden says neither he nor the country standing for that. And here we stand just days after a riotous mob thought they could use violence to silence the will of the people, to stop the work of our democracy, to drive us from this sacred ground. It did not happen. It will never happen. Not today, not tomorrow, not ever. Later not on, ever. true to promise, uh, Biden got to work, but first he joined the former presidents Barack Obama, Bill Clinton, George W. Bush in honoring our war dead at Arlington, and then he prayed for the 400,000 Americans killed by COVID. And my first act as president, I'd like to ask you to join me in a moment of silent prayer. Remember all those who will be lost in this past year to the pandemic, those 400,000 fellow Americans, moms, dads, husbands, wives, sons, daughters, friends, neighbors, and co-workers. We'll honor them for becoming the people and the nation we know we can and should be. Let's say a silent prayer for those who've lost their lives and those left behind and for our country. Amen. 
So President Biden says he's now about the business of dealing with the problems that Donald Trump left in his lap, the many, many, many problems. We face an attack on our democracy and on truth, a raging virus, growing inequity, the sting of systemic racism, a climate in crisis, America's role in the world. Any one of these would be enough to challenge us in profound ways. But the fact is, we face them all at once, presenting this nation with a, one of the gravest responsibilities we've had. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yesterday, guys, did you see the young African-American young poet laureate? She's the youngest. Uh, her name is Amanda Gorman. Did you see her? Did you hear her poem yes. about the country having unity? Yes. It was outstanding. Mm. It was yes. really outstanding. Now, mm. they said that she had mm. written half of it, and then mm -hmm. when the um, insurrection came on January 6th, she wrote the rest of it. Mm. Wow. Uh, that night. That yeah. night, yeah. Mm -hmm. That oh, night. Okay. Yeah. Well, I did yeah. on the same really, day the riot well, happened. Really Not good. to be outdone, we have our very own poet, poet mm. laureate here. Mm. You finna follow her? Huh? Junior? Yeah. What? You finna follow yeah. her? Am I you about think to? He's not? What? You think he's not? You thought I wasn't? <laughs> you know I, I, I saw a poem up there at the inauguration. <laughs> I saw her up there. And I wasn't up there? <laughs> oh, went to on. writing right away. Junior, oh. how could they? How could they? <laughs> on the inauguration day, like they only like they wasn't on our show. Like Joe Biden didn't come on here. Right. Like Kamala Harris oh. didn't come on here. And nobody asked me about doing the poem. Mm. Oh. Well, here it is. Do it, Junior. Here's, here's, the, here's the poem. The name of the poem today is, How Come Nobody Called Me? Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, Miss Amanda Gorman. I saw you in your yellow coat. I have to say that I was impressed by the poem you wrote. No, I'm not trying to hate, and I'm not trying to throw no shade. But I don't know why nobody didn't call me, because I've been writing poems for days. I wrote poems about chickens. I wrote poems about love making, And I wrote poems that'll make you cry. But my phone didn't ring that one damn time. Somebody need to tell me why. I don't like being blocked out, because that was my shine you took. Because I could still be up there reading if I got into my poem book. So go ahead and shine, Miss Amanda, with your fancy yellow coat. But the next time they need poetry at the White House, they're going to have to read the ones Junior wrote. P.S. I really like your coat. The end. <laughs> Drop the mic, Junior. Drop the mic. <laughs> I didn't even know she was through because she never did say the end. Uh, uh, right. <laughs> yeah. I at least would have told everybody, the president and the vice president, I was through with the end. Yeah. They'd have known. I love it, yeah. <laughs> Which you definitely have to do, Junior. You know, you definitely have to let us know when it's the end. Because yeah. sometimes for us, as you talking, it's more of a just a damn run on. <laughs> all come together. <laughs> She's like yeah. 22, oh, 23 years old, too. Man, I like that. Young. 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 She was nice, yeah. boy. She was up there nice. Man, mm -hmm. outstanding. I need to hear this. I need to hear what she did. You missed I, it, huh? I was filming yesterday, but I, I was trying to catch what I could on my phone. Well, I, did, I missed it. us for oh, the intrusion. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't oh, y'all gonna take that and run with... <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do, now, you know, when he I, say he filming, y'all don't do nothing. Don't, don't do that to me. I, I was filming <laughs> Hell, they used to be the filming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, I was... I don't All know right. why anyone was at the inauguration. I was filming. <laughs> Coming up in 34 minutes after, President Biden got to work yesterday. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening 
to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. During President Biden's inaugural speech, he vowed to heal the nation and called for an end of this uncivil war. Take a listen. Few people in our nation's history have been more challenged or found a time more challenging or difficult than the time we're in now. Once in a century virus that silently stalks the country has taken as many lives in one year as America lost in all of World War II. Millions of jobs have been lost. Hundreds of thousands of businesses closed. A cry for racial justice, some 400 years in the making, moves us. The dream of justice for all will be deferred no longer. A cry for survival comes from the planet itself. A cry that can't be any more desperate or any more clear. And now, a rise of political extremism, white supremacy, domestic terrorism that we must confront and we will defeat. And so today, at this time, in this place, let's start afresh, all of us. Let's begin to listen to one another again, hear one another, see one another, show respect to one another. Politics doesn't have to be a raging fire, destroying everything in its path. Every disagreement doesn't have to be a cause for total war. Yes, sir, Mr. Now that President. made sense right there. That made sense. You know, the thing of it is, with the speech, you know, I think for everybody watching it, it was just refreshing to hear from the leadership after what we've heard for four years. It was like night and day. It was so refreshing to hear a tone of unity, yes. a, a to- just a tone of sense. I mean, man, right. this man speaks like he got sense, like he actually cares. Do you know the the ridiculousness we've been listening to for four years? What? The, yeah, the actual, what? and right. there is no better word, the actual stupidity <laughs> that's been coming from the White House from the president. It was just refreshing to hear somebody talk about, let's try to do something right. Let's try to be unified. That was what was refreshing to me. Now look, Mm -hmm. that speech is not gonna fix America. I got that. But at least, man, damn, sound like you trying. Yeah, give us some hope. Like, yeah, at yes. least you have hope now. You know? Words matter. What yeah, you say matters. Words matter. The truth matters. We've yes. been listening to this guy talk for four years, and right. all of right. it has been like, what? Right. What did you say? Right. On a Damn, daily. man. He yeah. actually edified oh, other man. people. <laughs> what? Right. You know what I mean? He, he, yeah. he actually edified somebody other he than him. He did. He builds you up. Man. He does. I mean, I, I just think he's a good man. He has a good heart. He's a good man. Period. Yes. He good is. spirit, man. Man yeah. of faith, spirit. too. Uh-huh. Yes. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. I mean, how bad can it be? He started off going to church. You know, yes. that was his first act of unification. He was right more there. spiritual in that speech than Donald Trump was in his life. Because <laughs> <laughs> the only spiritual we saw was him with a Bible upside down. Upside That's all right we now. ever seen. Two Corinthians. And you, and you, <laughs> and you know second. something, man? Not when you listen to those... Hey, man, when you listen to those Southern evangelicals mm-hmm. who talk about he's such a man of God, they're lying. They're talking y'all, about... Y'all, you, y'all now lying. You're saying y'all you're no talk, good you're talking hell with. Trump. You're talking about Trump now, right? 
Yeah, you talking about yeah. Trump, a man of God. Man of what God? Mm-hmm. Money? Mm-hmm. Self-indulgence? Golf courses? Certainly not the God that everybody else goes and serves and worships. You've got to be kidding me, man. Mm-hmm. Also, Steve, President Biden got to work yesterday and signed a bunch of executive orders ending the travel ban on Muslim countries. The president also implemented a mask mandate on federal property. And then President Biden is bringing back the Obama era Global Health Task Force. And uh, America is rejoining the Paris Climate Accord. Okay, Jeezy right there. First he day did all that. Yes. <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Coming up next, the nephew home, with Kwame. today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, he wants a baby, but I, I need so much more. Right now, the nephew, we'll get into that. Right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Shirley, this is the electric company, but AKA Aqua Boogie. Aqua. <laughs> no, this one's close Boogie. to my heart right here. All right, this is Mama's number yep. one prank, Miss Helen. This is for you. Hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Quincy, please. This is. Hey, how are you? My name is Maurice. Maurice calling you from the power company. How you doing today? I'm all right. What's up? Well, listen, we're doing some testing in your neighborhood. We're trying to make sure we don't have to actually shut the power down out there. And uh, we're, we're calling around to uh, quite a few people in your neighborhood running some tests on individual homes and making sure the uh, electricity is running correctly. Um, can I get you to do a few things for me and see if we, and the, and the quicker we get through with this, sir, and it's a possibility we won't have to turn your power off at all. I know you don't want us to have to come out and turn power off and you got stuff in your refrigerator that can spoil and things like that. So we want to try to get this done and hopefully the power with the, with the test that we run, it'll, it'll, it'll run correctly and we won't have to do anything, okay? Uh, I don't know nothing about no electricity, though, you know what I'm saying? So No, 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 I understand yeah. that. Don't worry about that. All right. Uh, here's what I need you to do. Now, how big is your house? What do you, how many bedrooms you got? Four bedrooms. Four bedrooms. Now, uh, you have upstairs, downstairs? It's two stories. Okay. All right. So here's what we need to do. Um... If you can... This ain't going to take long, though, right? I got it because I'm in a hurry, man. I ain't going to have a lot of time. No, no, no. This this, 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 this won't take long at all, sir. Can okay. I get you to take your breaker and shut down everything upstairs? And we're going to run a test on the stuff downstairs right now. It'll be real quick. All right. Just shut, just shut everything off? I want you to keep the downstairs open and keep that so we, can, so we can run our test on this thing. All right. Everything's shut. Everything's down. Okay. You, you turned off everything. upstairs. I just turned off all the switches. Okay, here's what I need you to do. I need you to uh, turn on your television and then turn it off. Downstairs? Downstairs. How many TVs you got downstairs? I got two TVs downstairs. Let's turn them both on. Hang on. Just turn them on? Yeah, just turn them on. You got them on? I got one on. Let's try to turn that other one on. All right, they both on. Okay, now you got a microwave in your kitchen? Yeah, I got a microwave. Okay, turn that on. It's already on, man. I can see the lights on. It's got the clock on it. That's got that double Atron thing that's going through there. It's a whole different type of current. I just want to. Man, I don't know nothing about what you're talking about, but I got to get to work, man. So the microwave's on. It's running. No, no, no. I want you to actually turn it on. I want you to actually push like a minute or two on that thing. What's that got to do with anything, man? Come on now. I mean, what I got to do? No, this is a test, sir. What I don't want to have to do is come out there and turn your power off. And I don't want to do that. You got a lot of food in your fridge, I'm sure, right? All right. All right. Hey, look, it's on. 
Microwave's on. TV's on. Okay. Now, open your refrigerator. The electricity works downstairs. Okay, but listen, I I know, but what we got to do is we got to make sure that this stuff isn't overpowered. Now, can you open your refrigerator? Yeah, yeah, man. Do you see the uh, button that that, uh, actually has, you can turn, you can push it and the light will go out, you know what I'm talking about? Come on, man. You ain't got nobody to just be able to check something outside, man. I mean, I'm in the fridge. I, I understand, but push that button five times for me and see what it does. The the what? The the light button? Yeah, push that light button five times. Come on, man. All right, is it, did it go off and on every yeah, time? Yeah, it's did off it? and on, man. There, there, it, it, ain't nothing wrong with the refrigerator. The refrigerator's plugged in, man. Okay. Now here's what I want you to do. Right there, if you're in the kitchen, turn your sink on for me. Turn the sink on. What they got to do with electricity, man? Well, see, that's a nitro current. That's a nitro current. You wouldn't understand that, but I need you to turn that on for me, too. Just turn it on full blast. Got it on? I got it on. Okay, now go in your master bedroom. I can turn it off? No, let that water run. Go in your master bedroom and go in the bath for me. I appreciate you helping me out on this. Man, Quincy. come on, man. Quincy, I appreciate you. I'm in you a hurry. I mean, everything, it's, everything's working. I'm in, the, I'm in the bath. What's up? Okay. Flush that toilet for me, Quincy. Say what? Flush that toilet for me. Flush the toilet? Yeah, flush that toilet. Man, it ain't even electrical. What it is, it's an it's a, it's a aqua boogie. Man, look, you need to get somebody. I'm, okay. I'm going to flush the toilet. It ain't no electrical plugs or nothing in this area, man. Right, I understand that. You know, see, what it is, this is an aqua boogie current that flows through that water. Fl- flush that thing for me one time. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Okay. All right. Toilet works, man. You ain't got nobody in the area that could come out here and just check this out, man. Quincy, I'm trying my best not to come out and 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 and, and turn your power off. And I know you got somewhere to go. Why you gonna like turn you my to... power off, man? You supposed to be making sure the power stay on. Right, I understand that. Now, do you have Quincy? Do you have a blender? Yeah, I got a blender, man. I got a blender. I got a TV. I got a refrigerator, and they all work. The toilet works. Everything works. All right, what I want you to do is get this blender, and we'll just throw you a few cues of eyes or something in there and turn that thing on for me. Come on, man. We're almost done. I got to get to work, man. Just work with me, the Quincy. Blender. I appreciate it, man. This is just a blender. Come on, man. This is some bullshit. Yeah, that's that isometric current. Oh, that that work in this house, man. Good. You need to check the next house. You don't have no problems with no smoothies or nothing in that thing, do you? You serious? Man, what the hell I got to do with anything, man? I got to get to work. You I understand. Said this shit I understand. Listen, be a minute, man. This shit going too far. Okay, Have somebody okay. come I, out I, here or do this because I need to get to my job. And I, I, and I understand that. Job. I, well, I could just call and have people go through the damn house playing scavenger hunt. I got to get to work. Okay. Now listen, Quincy. One last thing. Are you able to shut that breaker, put that breaker back on, and then shut off downstairs and then go upstairs and check some stuff for me? Shut off what? Shut off the breaker downstairs. Go ahead and turn it off. I'm not shutting off no breaker downstairs. I shut off the one upstairs. We didn't turn on every damn thing down here. You didn't have me. I got the blender. I didn't turn on the microwave, the refrigerator. Come on, man. Flushing the toilets and I got to get to work. Quincy, I need you to lose this attitude you got. I need you to get somebody down here to do this. My electricity in my house works. It worked for you. Call me. The only thing ain't work is my ain't at work because I'm here doing this bull. Play it off and on. Get somebody in here. This now don't piss me off and make me turn it all the way off. Piss you off, my work. And when I get back from work, my still should be on. I got one more thing I need to say to you, Quincy. It better be the last thing. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your sister Gail.
Gail better be in a witness protection program, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Let me turn this water off, man. You got me. Oh. <laughs> Hey, man, let me ask you something, man. What is the baddest, I'm talking about the baddest, radio show in the land? <laughs> That's got to be the Steve Harvey morning show. <laughs> and, Tommy, uh, you call me again, they going to be the show used to have Tommy on. <laughs> <laughs> I like that parting shot. Uh, <laughs> Tommy. That's the first time I heard that prank, man. Yeah, that's Miss Helen's favorite, huh? I ain't never heard it. Hey man, That's this dude was favorite. flushing toilets and <laughs> when he cut the rice cubes in that blender. Why is Tommy got that thing off and time? on with you? Yeah. <laughs> you know he got to go to work. That's all my electricity works for you, Carl. The only thing I ain't work is me. <laughs> right. You know that that's that that's that that's that aqua boogie current. You wouldn't know nothing about that. That's what that is. That, you, you, I love that prank. Hit that light switch inside that refrigerator. <laughs> Cut it on and off five times. <laughs> oh man. Play Why too is much. Why doing that to that man? He got to get to work. Oh man. And everybody know about that button in the back of that refrigerator. Everybody mm -hmm. know that button right there. Oh. oh, keep it stupid, baby. I'm stupid Monday through Friday in the morning. But in the evening on Friday night, I got sense, I got knowledge, I got wisdom, and I'm sexy. And you got to catch me. Part two of Ready to Love. Hey, Tommy, Let, Tommy, uh -huh. don't, don't set the people up for that when they watch the show. What? Just say you got good sense, you're giving out good advice, you're knowledgeable, you're fun. Stop telling people you're sexy because people going <laughs> to cut that show on and be disappointed. <laughs> All right, thank you, nephew. Coming up, Strawberry Letter. He wants a baby, but I need so much more. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, Neff. Subject, he wants a baby. He wants a baby, but I need so much more. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 33-year-old woman, and I'm dating a 35-year-old man. For some background, we met about three years ago, and after dating three years, we are now going on one year of living together. He has a great career, he has no children, and he is an only child. I have a great career, and I have two teenagers from two previous relationships that I raised as a single mom. For the most part, life is pretty peaceful and full of love between my man and I. The sex is amazing, and he has a great relationship with his kids. The only problem is that now he wants a baby, and he brings it up often. It's no secret that he wanted children, and I've always been open to having one or two more with him. I love being a mom, but my terms are as follows. I want a ring. I want my name on his pension and life insurance policy, at least one shared bank account, and a plan for us to move into a bigger house. Right now, his mother is his beneficiary, and uh, he shares a savings account with her. I'm not asking for him to remove her totally from everything, and I certainly don't feel like I'm asking for too much. 
He knows my past and how I trusted men and had babies with them, only to be left alone to do the parenting. He said my previous experiences have nothing to do with him. He seems to think that I'm jinxing things in some way by setting myself up financially uh, in case we don't work out. I am a worrier and I need things to be in order and organized at all times. So maybe he's right. But I've lived that struggle life and I don't ever want to go back to anything close to that. Am I asking for too much or should I be more willing to compromise with him? Oh my, oh my gosh. I mean, I don't don't think you're asking for too much and I think you're second guessing yourself. I really do. Uh, You have every right to want what it is you want. And I love the fact that you're clear about what you want. But babies are not bargaining tools, okay? This is not a game. Babies are serious business, as you well know, single mom of two. Uh, and, And babies are not to be traded for a ring, a pension plan, a bigger house. What concerns me deeply is that now, once did you, did you mention marriage? I mean, why is that? I, I mean, because making it legal and marrying him would get you those things anyway. Um, the problem is, I think the problem is he doesn't think he has to marry you because you're already playing wifey with none of the things that you want. Um, you should already have a ring, a, a bigger house, uh, a joint bank account, and whatever else you might want as his wife. Okay, that's the difference. You guys have been together long enough for some sort of commitment here. Three years and now you've been living together with him for a year. Um, And now he's talking about babies. Um, No, I think he's skipping a few steps here. Uh, And I don't think you should allow that to happen uh, when you clearly want more. You say his mom is his beneficiary and uh, she shares a bank account. Well, maybe he needs to ask his mama for permission or something, huh? Is he a mama's boy along with all this other stuff you got going on? Steve? Uh, wow. Well, lady, let me help you out a little bit because I think you're going about this the complete and utter wrong way. <laughs> I mean, this is how women get jammed up in situations and never find their way in life. Because they keep going along and they keep letting men dictate their life. Listen to me. It's okay to compromise and be in a relationship with people. But ladies, I'm going to remind you again. You have every right to know where your life is headed at all times. And you should have a say-so in every direction your life is taken. You don't wait on some dude. So here we go. You've been with this dude one year. Y'all living together. He got a great career. He 35. Great career. No kids. Only child ain't ever been married. 35. No kids. Mm-hmm. Great career. Ain't ever been married. Only child. Now, you you had a lot of relationships. I mean, a couple of relationships before. Oh, and oh, by the way, his sex is amazing. And he got a great relationship with your kids. Okay, cool. But now he wants a baby, and that seems to be a problem. But it wasn't a secret that he wanted cheat kids. And you kind of always wanted to have one or two more with him. Okay, cool. Y'all got that understanding. And I love being a mom, but my terms are as follows. Number one, I want a ring. 
Obviously, you've never made that a requirement before for having a baby, so congratulations to that. I want my name on his pension, as you should, because if you get a ring, that would make you his wife, so you should be on the pension. And life insurance policy, as you should. See, this is stuff, this is regular stuff. This is regular stuff. This is not exceptional stuff. This is regular stuff. At least one shared bank account. That's regular stuff. And a plan for us to move into a bigger house. That's called a dream. (laughs) People have them all the time. That couples get together and make plans. That's nothing wrong with asking for any of that stuff. You're not asking too much, and when I come back, I'm going to tell you how. Hang on, Steve. Yeah, we'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after. He wants a baby, but I need so much more as a subject. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject. He wants a baby, but I need so much more. Well, bless her heart, this 33-year-old woman married to this 35-year-old man, and and they living together, and she got two kids from two previous relationships, and, and he wants a baby, and it wasn't a secret. He's always wanted the baby. That's fine. And she wants to have one or two with him, too. But here's her terms. She, number one, wants a ring. That's a good term. I'm, you know, too bad you're just not thinking of this one, but that's a that's a good ask. I want my name on this pension. If you his wife, that should happen. Life insurance policy. If you his wife, that should happen. At least one shared bank account. If you his wife, that should happen. And a plan for us to move into a bigger house. That's a dream and a vision. That should happen. Right now, here we go. Now, this is what the letter really about. Right now. His mother is his beneficiary, and she shares a savings account with her. What? Can I tell you something? I love my mother dearly. Of all the people ever been on this planet, I never loved like I love that woman. Not my mama. She had a special kind of love. I've been in love more than that, but I ain't never loved nobody like I love my mama. Me and my mama didn't never share a bank account. Not now time. With all that love. <laughs> all that love. And all the reverence love. I had for her. We ain't had no bank account. I wasn't an only child. And so a couple of things going on here. You, and I need, you need to pay attention to this. This is a 35-year-old man. Ain't never been married. Ain't got no kids. Got a shared bank account with his mama. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. This, this, ain't, this ain't adding up real good. Kind of makes sense why he ain't never been married and ain't got no kids right now. Mm-hmm. And he the only child. I'm not asking to remove her totally from everything, and I certainly don't feel like I'm asking too much. No, you're not. But you got to be in her place. You got to have the account with your name on it. You got to be the beneficiary. He knows my past and how you trusted men and had babies with him, only be left alone due to parent. A lot of women had that story. He said, my previous experience have nothing to do with him. Now, here's where he flipping it on you. He seems to think that I'm jinxing things in some way by setting myself up financially in case we don't work out. I am a worry and I need things to be in order and organized at all times. Well, here's the deal, sister, like happens with so many women. He ain't stepping up what you're supposed to do. So you're supposed to be unprepared in the event that he don't step up. 
you're doing what you're supposed to do. You're preparing in the event that it might not work out with this guy. But why would why you move in and it ain't gonna work out? Hmm. Why y'all been together three years? You got to start putting your foot down, lady, and start getting some things. This man wants a baby with you. You're not having no more kids without a ring. That's your statement. You're not having no more kids without being somebody's wife. And in order to be his wife, you want your name on the pension and a beneficiary. Period. That ain't even a prenup. This is just regular stuff. This is just regular stuff. So stop thinking you ask it too much. So maybe he's right. But I've lived that struggle life before, and I don't ever want to go back to anything close to that. Am I asking too much, or should I be more willing to compromise with him? Let me ask you a question. How much more compromising do you have to do? I mean, you live with him. Y'all paying bills together. You don't have an account with him. You ain't a beneficiary of his. You ain't on his pension plan. Your name probably ain't on that lease that you stay in at. And now he wants a baby, and all you asking for is some regular stuff. Lady, stop this. You're not asking for too much. And how much more of a compromise? Let me ask you a question. Here's my next question to you. When is he going to compromise? Hmm. When, his mama when does he to. have to compromise for you? I think you need to get real assertive like this. You know, I just had a conversation with a lady about this recently. It is amazing, man, how women give up their power of decision to another person when you have the right to be involved in all these decisions. So that's my answer to you. You know, he ain't compromised. He ain't stepped up. You got to put your foot down and make some demands. He want a baby. I want to I be married. Now, I don't want a ring. I want a ring, a date, and I want to be married, and then we work on having these kids. Get married. Stop giving these men everything they want, and then you don't get nothing you want. Right. And she has every right to want what she wants. Yeah, she don't have to settle. She she has every right, Shirley. And here's the problem. Y'all keep doing all these wifey things. Y'all building a guy up, getting him dressed, cooking, paying Mm -hmm. bills with him, sharing, (laughs) sleeping with him, having sex, doing everything he likes, you know, all this here. And you ain't getting nothing you want. You got to put your foot down, lady. I'm sorry. You shacking. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey (laughs) FM because he's getting ready to go Uh, Uh, on Instagram and Facebook. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand, please. Coming up, it will be our girl from the talk. You know we got to hear what Cheryl Underwood has to say right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, she is here. Introduce our girl from the talk. Ladies and gentlemen, I can promise you that today will be filled with information about what's going down in Washington, D.C. Ladies and gentlemen, our very own Cheryl Underwood. Listen to me. Listen to me, Steve. Listen to me, Steve. How morning show? I haven't been asleep at all. Let me tell you what happened. Okay. First of all, I feel good. Let me say, I feel like James Brown right now. I feel good, brothers and sisters. 
when they started the morning when Trump and Melania walked they I'm sorry, Carl, I was about to cuss. Out the White House. They were trying to leave early so they could have Marine One and Air Force One. I was like, I don't give a damn what one. Get out. Get out. Yes. Get out. I was so damn happy. I was like, change the locks. He'll first of all move the White House. Turn it around. Put it on a different street so he can't come back ever in life. I was so damn happy. Listen to me. I was so happy. Then when when inauguration happened, first of all, the Bidens and the Harrises know how to throw a party. It was tight. It, yes. it wasn't it tight. Uh, Lady Gaga, girl, uh, first of all, I need that dove brooch. You know I'm a Zeta. That's our thing. It's the dove. I need that brooch she was wearing, but I need mine in silver. We was like, let the Lord work with you, Garth. Let yeah. the Lord work with you. We know you're a visitor here at AME. I Steve, listen. Steve. Garth Brooks, no, he can sing. Then at the after party, Steve, the boy from Florida, Georgia Line, and Tim McGraw killed yeah. it on this song mm-hmm. called Undivided. Killed it. K-I-L-T. It was well. Okay, but wait. Let me get back to the inauguration, though. John Legend killed it, too. John yes. Legend killed it. But the little baby that did the poetry, that little girl was really, really good. But J-Lo yeah. killed and then got bilingual on the Listen, it was the best yes, inauguration. Yes, uh-huh. They brought the big Bible up. They brought yeah. the big Bible up. They brought both the families out. I'm, I'm feeling good. Matter of fact, it felt like the scene in The Wiz. Remember when Eva Lynn got flushed down the toilet and they played Brand New Day and yes. everybody yes. unzipped yes. the outfit? Yeah. That's what you felt. Mabel like King. That. That Listen to me. We don't want on, Trump on no more uh-huh. to be nothing. America is back. I feel hopeful. I feel mm-hmm. good. And I feel everybody is included in the success. I'm so proud of President Joseph Robinette Biden and mm-hmm. Vice President. Now, what's Kamala's middle name? Is it Debbie? Because I could have sw- Debbie. This, I I, that's why I yeah. thought she had a scrubberries. Yeah. Oh, the break went over. We saw it. That was good, Thank though. Thank you, Cheryl. <laughs> Look Coming at the, what are you trying to do? Look at right the time. This. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Tommy, it's 9 o'clock. Come on, let's do it. Let's go. It's that time. Buckle up. Hold on tight. She is here, the one and only Carla Farrell with what reality update? All right, nephew, here we go. Let's start off talking about Shirley, our favorite reality dating show. Ready to love. What? Yes. What, 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 what? Yeah. what, what, what? It's, it's moved it up to number one, Tommy. It yes, has. yes. Uh-huh. Hosted by Nephew Tommy. So listen, this was the reunion show last Friday. This Friday, we're getting ready for reunion show part two. A lot of surprises was on this past reunion show. Oh. Joy is back. You know, she had to leave the show because her sister passed away and she had to go right. and be yeah. with her family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So speaking of Joy, you know, when she did leave, we saw that Denise decided that she would give a message to the group on Joy's <laughs> behalf. Paula? But take a listen. Take a listen to Joy and everyone talk about it. Take a listen. Here you go. But I did not craft that message. That was Denise. I did not. I didn't have time to craft a message like that. Like the message that Denise delivered. <laughs> I didn't say that. Hold on. The message I'm, Denise yes, Davis? Denise, yes. That when in the hell would I have had time to craft a message like that for you all? Get in your mind. Come on. <laughs> Wait a minute. So, Denise, why did you feel the need to do that. I wanted Joy to express herself through me, like 
If she wanted to do that, she would have expressed herself to you so that way you can express through her. It's hard for me to give you a pass. It just wasn't cool. It wasn't cool at all. I wanted you to have a voice while you're not here. And if that was a problem, I do apologize. And I did call you and tell you about that. You didn't tell me, like, everything you said because that is on a yeah, whole other level. Cool. It did come off very self-centered. Woo! Oh, All right, Tommy, oh so tell God. us, tell us, you were the host, tell us about it. You know what, I didn't, I didn't understand it. I didn't understand someone actually blatantly saying that you know this is what joy wanted me to relay to you all and this this young lady her, her sister just passed away yeah and, by, and and she's on the ground i mean th this was a huge surprise to this young lady it wasn't like her it's sister shocking. was sick it wasn't like it was something yeah. that well you know she's been ill for a while this was out of nowhere that this young lady's sister passed away so she was down and out she got time she had no time to tell someone else deliver this message to the cast and then she comes to the cast while uh, after this young lady left and headed to Chicago to, to get with her family she right, comes and George. tells us all of this and I'm thinking she's telling us the truth that she's had a conversation with Joy and then we find out later at the reunion Joy ain't told you a damn thing <laughs> I don't understand. what the hell you man why would you crazy. say that yeah why would... nothing yeah yeah, yeah. junior you watched it too right oh what yeah, you oh called us. God. Yeah, you called I had to me. Call, you call and Shirley, man, yeah. this crazy. Yeah. And, and you know what? Now it's it's bad because it's gotten to the point where the young lady that had said this, Denise, uh -huh. is, is now getting threats, and and, and it's just bad now. You know, oh, I don't so. Like that. And I don't like that. I don't want anything to happen really? to her. So threats, huh? You know how social media is. You know how crazy they get. When I see you, I'm a this, 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 and that, and it's gotten bad. So. You know, this what? this just wasn't a good, it wasn't a good move. It just really wasn't. It's not that deep. It's not that heavy. She can apologize and, you know. You and can keep, it moving. You keep it moving. Keep it moving. Yeah, other, other contestants on the show, you know, female contestant Alicia, she is pregnant, and everybody was like, where that come from? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how you on the uh, show do, ready what, to love? Do, 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 do I have time to tell that one? Lord have mercy. Uh, what happened with what that? Spill the tea well, quickly. Well, obviously... What? Well, I mean, obviously, what? she had been ready to love. <laughs> 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 The name of the show is Ready to Love, not Already Love. <laughs> and that's exactly right. <laughs> All right, oh we got to go. Make sure you check out the nephew. Tell him when, Tommy. This Friday, 9 Eastern, 8 Central on OWN, Ready to Love, Last Resort. The reunion, part two. You don't want to miss it. Here we go. We'll have more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. I mean, before, you know, we, we got to talk one more time about Amanda Gorman, the young poet laureate who killed it at the inauguration yesterday. That's I all mean, I'm hearing right there. She, oh, yes, it was did. beautiful. No, it was listen, beautiful. You know she what? Did. To me, Shirley and mm -hmm. Tommy and Carlin Jr., yes. this young lady, poem. When I tell you, stole the show. Everyone mm. is talking about her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hillary Clinton said that she not steal the show. It was more or less, I wouldn't even call it a poem. I thought she addressed the nation. Mm -hmm. yeah. In mm -hmm. a poem, she even said, 
that she had written half of it already. And then after the incidents happened, it caused her to go back in and rewrite the second half. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's and titled. She said, her work was titled The Hill We Climb. That's the name wow. of it, Steve. The Hill and We then Climb. They, yeah. yeah. And then I heard Oprah brought her, uh, her earrings and she had on a, um, a caged bird ring, I guess, in homage to Maya Angelou. And uh, just, you know, she she had no fear. She was no. so poised and graceful. And Man, just, it was a- just a beautiful, beautiful situation. Her voice was beautiful. Yeah. It really was. Uh-huh. Powerful image. And Junior, you okay? Just you all right? I'm good. You no, right, I'm for real. Junior. I mean, all jokes aside, for real. No, for real. That's what they do. For real. All right. <laughs> yeah. For a poet like Junior to say that, I respect that. Yeah, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yesterday, guys, did you see the young African-American young poet laureate? She's the youngest. Uh, her name is Amanda Gorman. Did you see her? Did you hear her poem yes. about the country having unity? It yes. was outstanding. Uh, it was it really was. outstanding. Now, yeah. they said that she had yeah. written half of it, and then mm-hmm. when the um, insurrection came on January 6th, she wrote the rest of it. Uh, really? Wow. Uh, that night. Yeah. That yeah. night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That oh, night. Okay. Well, I did find the same day the riot happened. Really Not good. to be outdone, we have our very own poet, poet mm-hmm. laureate here. Mm-hmm. You I'm finna follow her? Huh? Yeah. What? You finna follow yeah. her? Am I about to? What? You think he's not? You thought I wasn't? <laughs> you know I saw a poem up there at the inauguration. I saw her up there. And I wasn't up there. Oh, went Come to on. writing right away. Junior, how could they? How could they? <laughs> on inauguration day, like they only like they wasn't on our show. Like Joe Biden didn't come on here. Like Kamala Harris didn't come on here. And nobody asked me about doing the poem. Mm. Well, here it is. Do it, Junior. Here's called here's the here the poem. The name of the poem today is, How Come Nobody Called Me? Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, Miss Amanda Gorman. I saw you in your yellow coat. I have to say that I was impressed by the poem you wrote. No, I'm not trying to hate, and I'm not trying to throw no shade. But I don't know why nobody didn't call me, because I've been writing poems for days. I wrote poems <laughs> about chickens. I wrote poems about love making, and I wrote poems that'll make you cry. But my phone didn't ring that one damn time. <laughs> Somebody need to tell me why. I don't like being blocked out because that was my shine you took because I could still be up there reading if I got into my poem book. So go ahead and shine, Miss Amanda, with your fancy yellow coat. But the next time they need poetry at the White House, they gonna have to read the ones Junior wrote. P.S. I really like your coat. The end. <laughs> Drop the mic, Junior. Drop the mic. <laughs> I didn't even know she was through because she never did say the end. Uh, uh, right. <laughs> yeah. I at least would have told everybody, the president and the vice president, I was through with the end. They would have known. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Which you definitely have to do, Junior. You know, you definitely have to let us know when it's the end. Because yeah. sometimes for us, as you talking, it's more of a just a damn run on. <laughs> It's all come together. <laughs> She's like yeah. 22, oh, 23 years old, too. Man, I like that young coach. Yeah. She was nice, yeah. boy. She was up there nice. Man, mm-hmm. outstanding. I need to hear this. I need to hear what she did. 
You missed it, huh? I was filming yesterday, but I, I was trying to catch what I could on my phone. Well, I, I missed it. Us for oh, the intrusions. Oh, yeah. uh, y'all gonna take that and run with? <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Now you know when he say he filming, y'all don't do nothing. Don't don't do that to me. Now. I, I was filming. <laughs> hell, they used to me filming. Coming up, it'll be our last break of the day, and we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, here we are, last break of the day, and I sincerely meant that, who, because it's like an exhale now. Yeah. Huh? We have you only be depressed when you get to the last break. Ooh, feel good. All that negativity and lies and evil and ugh, it's gone you can actually go to bed and don't feel like you got to wake up and hurry up and turn the news on and see if something wrong you know what right. I mean? right. yes. you can relax right. a little bit yes. right? yeah yeah. You don't feel yeah. like you have to watch thought. everything that's going on with the White House and breaking news. You got to turn and look at the TV. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. you Is know? this it? Is this I it? I mean, because Trump, yeah. Trump had us going, what did he say today? Yes. I mean, how many yes. times yes. have we discussed this on this radio show? Man, yes. what did he do today? What right. did he say today? That's right. right. And I think today, the inauguration today for me, I'm not naive. You know, as as I close, I want to say it like this. I'm really not naive to the fact that this speech or this administration is going to change America. Right. Because America is undergoing a change. But the change we're going, we're undergoing, it's like we're trying now to erase four years that set us back 30 years. And so now, as we go into this change, is to try to get back to some sense of normalcy with the pandemic and with the, the presidency. The COVID thing has changed the world. Donald Trump changed America. I don't even know if I should say he changed America. I think he bought out the ugly side of America. Mm. He gave permission for white supremacy groups, for the Proud Boys, the Skinhead, to these militia organizations to rise up and say that they have a man in the White House. And so I'm not naive to think that today is going to change everything. But I'm going to tell you what today did, though. Today offered such a measure of hope. Man, it it puts some normalcy back into the White House. It puts some dignity back into the White House. It puts some decency back into the White House. It puts some morality back in the White House because for four years, and I don't care what these Christian organizations keep saying about Donald Trump, you're wrong about that. You're lying about that, and you've bought into the hogwash like everybody else has. Because if you think Donald Trump is a great leader, Christian, or man of faith, it's something wrong with you. It's something wrong with you. Show me in the four years he held office where he, he sounded like a man of faith to you. 
See, y'all kill me, y'all Southern Christian leadership. I mean, not not that, uh, the, the, I'm talking about the Southern evangelicals. Y'all kill me with this attitude because he wants to uphold abortion. That makes it the Christian thing to do because life is more important. What about the people that's already got life? I got you trying to save lives by stopping abortion. I ain't got no problem with that. I really, really don't. Do you. If you don't want to have an abortion, you shouldn't. But I'm also with pro-choice because we as men, we don't carry children. All, all the people in this world were made by women. I don't even know why men even get to vote on this thing. We need to just let the mm. women decide what they want to do and be done with it. But we sit up here and because he is pro, pro-life, now he's the Christian you have to put in office. Okay, what about the people who are here who already have life, though? Okay, so after we get here, to hell with DACA. After we get here, let's ban our Muslim brothers and sisters from coming to this country. After we get here, let's build a wall and let's talk about illegal immigrants when he didn't hide as more illegal immigrants than anybody. I've been on his golf courses. Who you think work over there? I've been in his hotels. Who you think work in there? Man, come on. Stop this hypocrisy. And you sit up here and you call yourself uh, uh, Southern Evangelicals and you vote for a man who is morally corrupt. Well, some decency showed back up in the White House. Some morality showed back up. Just, man, some sense of somebody with some senses in the White House. Now, is Joe Biden the answer? No. No. I ain't naive here. I ain't got my faith tied up in no man. But if I was to bet on one of the two, I would bet my money on him over Trump. Accomplishing some type of healing for this country. It's, it's going to be just so refreshing not to hear the divisiveness coming out of the White House every damn day. The name calling. The everything and the lies. Man, if you could just stop lying every damn day, man. Do you know we've been listening to a full-fledged liar every day? Do you know every time he opened his mouth, a lie came out of it at one point or another? This dude lied the entire time he was in office. It's sickening, man. And he lied so much, he got half the Republican Party thinking he's telling the truth. And you saw them fools that was climbing all over the walls and stuff a week or so ago. This idiotic ass mess right here. So, yeah. Today for me, gave me a little bit of hope, man. That good people still in this world that want to at least talk good. Now, we got a lot to do. But one thing about it, uh, my listeners right here have proven one thing. That we can decide who's in the White House. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris is in the White House come up. And we're going to start changing this thing because we're going to keep voting. Those are my closing marks. Y'all have a great day. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 